The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with The Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global. Vern Davis with Plant Profits. We're here in Miami at the Benzinga uh, Investment Cannabis Investment Conference. And we've been here a couple days, and uh, it just seems like a lot of things are on the move. People are leaving. But I tell you what, I have here with me Sherry Orlowitz. She is a founding partner of Artemis Holdings. And uh, we're going to talk about that because I think Sherry and I have some things in common. So we'll see about that. How are you, Sherry? I'm great, Vernon. We do indeed. It's a love for the CPG industry That's and right. an understanding of how much they can change the landscape of cannabis. Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. It is a, a sister-brother industry, and they just need to learn how to be a family. I like that analogy, yes. <laughs> and maybe you'll help me make them a family. Hey, that's why we're talking. Okay. okay. That is absolutely why we're talking. So tell me a little bit about your background, Sherry. I started as an actor. And you then, beca- yes, I did. Okay. I was that's in New York for seven years. Then I became a lawyer. I was a justice lawyer, then a federal prosecutor. Okay, hold on, stop, stop. So you were an actor. I was. Now, were you, were you already directed toward law school? You knew what you were going to do while you were acting? Uh, or all of a sudden you said, I'm going to go be a lawyer. How did that work? My grandmother loved Perry Mason. <laughs> You're telling me a true story, aren't you? I'm telling you a true story. <laughs> and when I left acting and she said, Sherry, you'd make a good lawyer. And heck, let's face it, acting is a great background for being a lawyer or a politician. Agreed. Agreed. So, so tell me about that. So after that, mm-hmm. I uh, went to uh, school and graduated and went into the Justice Department Honors Program and okay. worked at the... Uh, what does that mean? Justice that means Department I was top 3% of the country. Okay. That's who they take. So you're smart. Well, by those standards, I am. I don't know how smart I am. <laughs> Here I am sitting in the cannabis industry, having spent 48 hours talking to a bunch of people trying to figure out how to make money and do good. Yeah. And uh, I'm leaving here, and I haven't yet sorted it out. Uh, you will. You will. Yes, you I will. will. It, it, is, it, is, it is trying. What is your mission? Now, tell me about how, how Artemis came about and what the mission is. Artemis came about when I had decided to leave retirement. I had spent 25 years doing leverage buyouts for myself. Okay. I bought a dozen companies from Fortune 500 companies in three transactions. Oh, nice. It was very exciting, every yes. bit of it, from 93 to 2010. Okay. And the reality of all of that was I could retire, but... Then what? And I came back from retirement, and I started Artemis Holdings. And Artemis is the goddess of the hunt. Yes. And I decided to... I love to that. I love that. That is great. And that's exactly what you're doing. Yes, hunting for opportunity. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's why I started Artemis, to hunt for new opportunities, to do well and do good. So okay. when you get to be my age, which is 65, uh-huh. you, come, you don't just want to make money. You want to make money and do well. 
and do good. And so all those things rolled into Artemis. And today I am 100% investing in the cannabis industry. Okay. Artemis is a private investment and strategic advisory firm. Okay. We have uh, three very nice cannabis investments. Uh, it took me probably three or four years of monitoring the landscape before I would dive in. Okay. I would suggest that that is probably smart because I knew what I was getting myself into. So today you're holding three investments. That's correct. Okay. Okay. In the cannabis industry. The, can you talk about those at all? Sure. One um, I invested in called MJ Freeway. Oh, uh, and I invest Jessica. Yes, Jessica. She, she's awesome. I spent a lot of time with her yesterday. Yeah. Jessica's amazing. Yes. And why I entered this industry as a um, as a federal prosecutor, we all know that if you're getting money from illegal activity, you're violating the law. Yeah. And no matter how people call it plant touching or not plant touching, the reality is, as a federal prosecutor, I know you're violating the law. And so Jessica was just so charming and the company seems so attractive yes. and she needed to raise the rest of her Series C round mm -hmm. and I decided I would invest and brought in some other investors to fill out her Series C round right before she went public on the NASDAQ. Oh, so that was last October, September, something like that. That's, uh, yes, yeah, she yeah. went public in April uh -huh. and it was the October before. before. So it yeah. was October 2018. I invested back around July to 19? August of 2018, 2018 okay. October, she started to try to get this um, deal done, and it took her until April of the following year. Um, and I said, it can't be done, but I believe in you regardless of whether you're going to get NASDAQ listed. And heck, if she didn't show me wrong, and there she is listed on the NASDAQ and buying another, up the country. Another smart one, she is. She really, she's <laughs> smart, tenacious, and resilient. Yes, she is. All of that, that's the recipe for success in an entrepreneurial adventure like this. Absolutely. Well, it's, it is a good start. Yeah, good start. Now, and money. <laughs> got to have money. That's another you important have talent. Time. You got to have something that people want, right? Oh, God. There's a that's few a... other things you got to have, right? Yes. I tell you. So tell me, okay, now you told me what Artemis is. It's, you're advising and consulting. That's correct. Now, what's the mission? Well, the things I basically have invested in is, are women-owned businesses, but okay. I'm a big champion of women. Okay. Uh, I have also invested in a male business called Thrive, which is a cannabis drink business. What's it called? Thrive. Thrive. Yeah. Thrive. And yeah. then I, um, I'm investing in a company called Witty. Woody stands for Wellness Insight Technology, and they've just licensed their technology to a pharmaceutical company by the name of Perigo, okay. and I was their chief strategy officer, okay. and I am about to take a plunge into the CPG industry, so what you have forgotten, I need to learn, Vern. Oh, we should talk sometimes, and we will. We will. We absolutely will, Sherry. Now, tell me, okay... The CPG thing, how did it come about for you? I sit on the board of the Marijuana Policy Project. Okay. And when they asked me to sit on the board, it was right after um, I invested in Jessica. And I said, heck, I'm in, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in for a legal activity here. I might as well join the board of MPP, which is not an illegal activity, but does support legalizing <laughs> cannabis in the states. That's, that was your way of getting all 10 toes in, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. 
I, for people who don't know, and I don't, I don't know that there are people out there that don't know, but the Marijuana Policy Project was founded in 1995. That's a long it was 25 years. Yeah. And it started state by state to legalize the cannabis industry. It wrote the be- it did everything from the grassroots organizing to writing the ballot referendums sure. to working with the legislator. Wow. And I would say out of the 35 states, MPP is responsible for the ballot referendums in fully half of them. Mm-hmm. And we're responsible in legalizing adult use in probably nine of the 11 adult use states. Mm-hmm. So... Being right in the middle of it is what I like, and MPP is right in the middle of it all. Okay. And then I founded the Council for Cannabis uh, for Federal Cannabis Regulation because where all the money is is not in the cannabis industry. Our industry is thirty billion dollars, maybe worldwide, and that's 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 probably upping it. And the CPG industry is almost two trillion dollars. So guess what? We need a way to attract some of those resources, not just money, but science and connections into our space. And I think what we're doing here, which is to put together the FDA, the CPG industry, and some of the leaders of the cannabis industry, Mm -hmm. and get some common sense regulations around CBD. And we chose as our first issue, one that is very, very hotly contested at the moment, cannabis-infused food and beverages. And we put together a committee of people that excel in their area. So Bruce Litton Mm -hmm. is the head of our corporate committee. Our head of science committee was the senior advisor to the FDA commissioner. Our government relations person is the head, actually executive chairman of Prime Policy. He's been around for 45, 50 years and knows every congressperson by name and probably by lunch or dinner as well. Okay, good. And uh, we have the largest law firm in the world, Denton's. And our administrative arm and policy arm is MPP. So we're an incredible team, very knowledgeable, representing an incredible constituency. And we're in a good position to advise both the FDA and the CPG industry and help to fashion, as I said, common sense regulations that make CBD accessible and valuable to the consumer without a prescription and without other interference. And that's what we're going to work for. You're focused on CBD? focuses on CBD, CBD because it's the only thing that's legal. Okay. And we're about legalization <laughs> and we're about taking those things that MPP legalizes right. and begin to be, get them regulated. But again, not losing and always being mindful of the past. Yeah. So that, that's interesting because I have, I have clients and what I do in the, in the people solutions business, we place highly talented people out of the CPG industry into the cannabis space. Okay. That's what we do. So it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? it Absolutely. Does. Absolutely. And I have clients that, uh, you know, have CBD-infused beverages, right? Water, sparkling waters, all kinds of things. And um, it's great. that They are blasting the marketplace. So in the next 12 months, you're going to see so many beverages in the marketplace. I know, some, I know several that have not, no one's heard of them. And um, CBD infused, right? And and it's been five or ten, some up to thirty. Okay, milligrams of CBD in, into the product, into the liquid product. Um, 
and so I, I just think that it's it's quite interesting that um, uh, a total legal product um, needs that much help, right? That you're providing with with your coalition of talented, connected folks, and and so how do people plug into you? Are you asking for? Uh, companies to plug into you and and really uh, get help to lead an effort, or are you asking for uh, boards of industries to get with you to lead a broader perspective into a narrow space? How are you looking at it? Yes. Okay. Our membership is uh-huh. uh, CPG companies, and okay. certainly I've talked to the next National Restaurant Association, um, and we're talking to other trade associations. But the goal is to find the pathway for CBD mm-hmm. to be infused. And right now, even though all of these companies are infusing, uh, it may be marijuana-derived CBD or it may be hemp-derived CBD into, into uh, food and beverages. When it goes across borders, the FDA's jurisdiction is triggered and it is illegal by FDA standards. And so, but as not long, CBD. If you infuse cannabis, uh, if you infuse food and beverages with CBD and ship it interstate, yeah. it's illegal. The state's interstate means shipping it across borders. No, I understand. That's the FDA. Yeah. That kicks in the FDA's. Well, that's what I'm doing. I know. Or tell me about that. Well, everybody I talk to is waiting on that to happen. So. (laughs) Well, we hope to do it within the next six months. That's our goal to get this straightened out Mm -hmm. in the next six months. um, We have a recommendation. Our recommendation is to follow what they did in the UK and come up with a interim rules. based on the supplement industry. Those interim rules would also require that uh, companies abide by many standards, including GMP. Mm -hmm. It's expensive, which is why interim um, rulemaking would make a lot of sense. And then those companies that can't abide by the standards are going to fall by the wayside. That's Mm. our recommendation. Um, Our other recommendations need to be vetted by the CPG companies, Mm -hmm. but uh, the UK has already done this, yeah. um, and they recognize that you can't begin to regulate this industry until you get a little more information, and it's a chicken and egg thing, so they've decided to let the genie out of the bottle and see how the genie performs. And that genie is CBD, and they've decided to let companies work with CBD and see how it performs, and they have a year until they have to hit, to uh, meet very more, much more difficult standards. Oh, Okay. I like that compromise. I like that. What makes you think you can do that here in the U.S.? Because it makes sense. Because I think that when you sit down one-on-one with regulators, they're not foreign to common sense. And I think it's more as importantly what the CPG industry would like. Now, we'll see. I haven't met with the CPG industry in a whole to ask them what they would like. So stay tuned because that's coming up. Yeah. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah. 
how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at s-h-o-o-g-i-e-s dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Well, CPG Industries like to make money. Yeah, and they've been pretty flat. (laughs) Right? So... I think it'd be interesting. I think you're going to, when you sit down with the CPG Industries, I think you're going to find some very talented folks that can help you. That's what we're expecting, and that's what the FDA would like to see. Some of those food scientists Uh, and some of those business minds involved in solving this problem together with the cannabis industry, and the FDA will certainly do a good job. I have every confidence in our federal agencies. Yeah, no, I I believe that also. Now, now, when is this going to begin? It is going... I'm waiting. (laughs) Vern, hold your breath. (laughs) I'm oh, going to start it right. Great. If I can hold my breath, then it'll happen before I have to let it out. That'd be great. Well, we have done a soft launch today in front of the industry, and the okay. industry has been very supportive. And okay. so now we're going to be speaking at a couple of CPG industry events. I'll be talking to a couple of CEOs that are friends of mine that re- lead CPG companies and. So within the next 60 days, uh-huh. I would like to be sitting down with the CPG companies and the cannabis industry and the FDA. Okay. Well, I know you'll do it. I will. I know you'll do it. So we got to get the CPG, CPG people on board. That's a, bit, that's, it's a challenge, but it, it's a foreseeable success. That's how I'll put it to you that way. I can see it happening. I, I can see it happening. I think it's a big opportunity, and no one wants to miss out. No. You know, it's, and it's competitive. So there you go. And if you think you have the best scientists, if you're a CPG company, you're going to jump all over this because you want, you want to build as soon as possible this barrier to entry into whatever space you're building this barrier to entry in, right? So I think you can work through this uh, on that side. What, 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 do you, what do you believe, what do you keeps you up at night to the point where you're saying, you know, nobody's saying this, but it's there and I don't know how to deal with it. You know, I will tell you, this may sound silly, but my biggest issue with the industry right now is trying to stay mindful of our past. Okay. And one of the things that 
I don't know that it keeps me up at night, but it bothers me, which is these social equity licenses, because I see them as a way to exploit minorities and poor. So I'd like to see a different approach to social equity. I'd like to see loans to the folks that have been disadvantaged by our un- unwise drug laws. Sure. I would like to see jobs being made available. Sure. I would like to see uh, more opportunity, more mentoring. Um, I think the problem with social equity licenses mm-hmm. is so many people end up being exploited. That's mm-hmm. what I've seen. And, you know, I, if I talk to one more rich hedge fund person <laughs> who tells me that they're going for a social equity license, yeah. I think I'm going to scream. Yeah, and so you. while it doesn't keep me up at night, it's something that I want to try and help fix. Sure. Sure. And believe it or not, I think the um, established industry yeah. is going to do a better job of reaching into the community and addressing these issues. And we're not doing enough good. My partner said to me, this is the whitest industry, whitest male industry I have mm-hmm. ever seen. And he was a partner in a big international law firm doing leverage buyouts. So that's saying something. That's saying a lot. Yes. That is saying a lot. So I have to go here. What do you think about the criminal justice system? And, you know, you got people locked up for cannabis for just years and years consumption-wise. What do you think about that? Vern, one of the things MPP does is expunge records for all nonviolent cannabis offenders. Mm -hmm. We did it in Illinois. We're expecting 750 records to be expunged. It's what we're moving to do in New York. It's what we're moving to do in the nine states that we're going into this year to try to change the drug laws and either legalize medical or medical and recreational. So that's my feeling. Oh, that's great. That's good. I'm, I'm all for that. I think, you know, wrongs can be corrected. Well, I don't know corrected that you... Corrected is a, is a deep term, and, and that may be too absolute, right? But decisions can be changed. We can let people out of jail. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly right. And we need to do that soon. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think that's very interesting. That is great. So what would you like to leave us with when it comes to what your mission is with this? My mission is threefold. One is to help women to access capital and to be a role model so that other women know that they can, whatever they can conceive, they can achieve. I'd like to see this industry be better than everything that has come before it. And that involves social equity. It involves involving women and minorities in the industry more than we have had, we have. And finally, I'd like to make a lot of money. I love your honesty. (laughs) I love your honesty. I've been spending time with Sherry Orlowitz. She is founding partner of Artemis Holdings, and you have an amazing mission. And anything I can do to help you do what you're trying to get done, please, Sherry, let me know. I will, Vern. I'll be calling you. No, I'm looking at you. I can tell. Vern Davis, Plant Profits. Your host, fueled by Produce Global People Solutions. Cheers.
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.